Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Sanin Podcast. Today we are having a discussion with the African United Community of Wuhan, uh, who are represented by Mr. Gonzalez, who talk on their behalf as we share insights on the organization that is aiming at fostering unity among Africans in the city of Wuhan. Thank you for the invite. It's, it's really an honor for me to be here. Okay. Um. So, Mr. Gonzalez, I just want to ask you, Um. first, like, introduce yourself, and then you give us an insight on the African United Community of Wuhan. All right. Um. I go by the name Raul Foncourt. Most people know me by the, from the name Gonzalez. I am master's student, final year. And I'm from Cameroon, residing in Wuhan. All right, so the African United Community of Wuhan is, um, is just a community that was created to bring together all the African countries of Wuhan so that um, there can be some sort of unity, harmony between fellow Africans, not just students, but also workers. Okay. Uh, and um, when was it started? It was founded in October 2021. That's when it was officially founded. And it was the idea of some African leaders here in Wuhan to make certain celebrations together or certain activities together. Because before that, it was like each country had to do their various celebrations separately as separate entities. So some African leaders came together and they were like, why not create a platform where all African countries can do all of these things as one that's how we came about in october 2021 initially five african countries and then with time we are now almost all african countries in wuhan are part of this community and so if it started in october 2021 um was creating it influenced by the covid pandemic that was um, happening at yes, the time yes yes covid definitely had an impact on on this and then because um the covid came with a lot of negative impact um it caused a lot of people to be closed like with the confinements the quarantine and all so many people were already used to being on their own for about two years so um so there was already that reluctance when things started getting opening bit by bit there was a reluctance from people to get back to the community kind of lifestyle they used to have in the past before COVID. So we can even notice like, for example, the turnups for various small communities, because we have to note that um, the, the pandemic caused a lot of people to leave China, foreigners, especially Africans, and those who were left were not that many. And we noticed that the activeness of various members in different communities had diminished. Like people were no longer interested in activities and with this just a little number of people interested in various communities, there was therefore a motive for all these communities to come together as one so that to give that um, willingness for people to get back into community activities. Um. So would you say that uh, Wuhan has a a high population of Africans. 
yeah in china yeah i would say that i would say wuhan is it has the highest population of students of, of foreign students in china because wuhan is like the city with most universities in china and it's like the hub of international students and because we have about i would say roughly twenty thousand foreigners in wuhan twenty thousand that's that's quite a lot compared to other cities um so coming back to the organization um when 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 the organization was starting in 2021 what was your mission what did you want to achieve um starting the organization it was all about baby steps one step at a time so the first aim was first of all to get people to be interested in community activities where people come together to do things because people were so used to being on their own like in their rooms just by themselves you know so our first aim was to get people to come together to do something at the beginning it didn't matter exactly what but just to come together once there's that harmony there's that um desire to come back together and then from there it was going to spark a whole lot of things so the first the very first um intention was like for the new year celebration that's why it started in october in preparation for the new year of 2022 um now um which tell me about the events that you've organized so far as the organization so far um the major event we have is the african gala night that's a major event we have organized so far and uh, this event is all about it's like a cultural event where various countries get to show um their culture they get to expose that background of theirs because we as africans here in Wuhan, we don't know a lot about ourselves because i notice if i could I, I could question about 20 people from different countries and then i ask them like about um certain things about the other people's the other person's country and they won't have an idea and we are all from we can be all from africa but we also have our own unique cultures which might um explain the reason why we might act the way we, we do or see certain things the way we do so it's also, it was also a way of breaching the cultural gap. That means once you get to, to see somebody's culture and understand it, it's going to give you a lot of understanding on how to approach somebody or understand why some somebody might do something another way. Because sometimes you might just get into a lot of misunderstandings. So the African Gala Night was a cultural event and also new year celebration empowering young entrepreneurs that means promoting young entrepreneurs and academicians so that is one of our main event that we've had so far and then this year we we had a second edition it's a work in progress also other events we have um the international women's day that's another one where we get to empower the women celebrate the women that means we give them um, 
we show them that are important in our communities and then we also show them that um they are seen and i remember this year we had we had uh an event to celebrate the women we had a debate and i remember some of some of the interesting points that came up was women are not heard that we, we hear that quite often that women are not heard they are not treated equally and I got a very interesting answer that came from a woman. So she said, the problem is most people or most women, they um, fight with words rather than action because you have not seen any woman who is actually working. That means she's actually working towards something and mm. then she hasn't gotten what she wants because uh, it's all about, and then she was like, it's about taking what you know belongs to you. So because if you just sit down and start um like asking for something, it's not going to get to you unless you snatch it. Mm, so, yeah. And we also have um academic conferences and entrepreneurship activities. So we see it's a mix of various activities in various domains that we have as events and projects. And so far we are still working on expanding our scope and just making everything better so that everybody can fit in various domains. Um, then when you're organizing these events and doing activities, do you receive um, support from the various embassies or is it just the students who are making this happen? Um, so far it's just the students that are making this happen. Um, the only embassy that has actually helped and that was helping their own community that was um, the embassy of madagascar so so far it's just among us we have to think about how to um how to structure the event organizing it and everything that goes with it it's all on us to do that so we don't really have that um embassy support yet and it's really going to be great if we have it because we usually come across a lot of difficulties which are really hard to get around but we still manage to to give to the people mm, good stuff you know yeah um okay um so how does someone become a member of this organization um being a member i think everybody's a member there are no there are no conditions of being a member. So here, here is the thing. The mm. name is the African United Community. So, and I myself, I'm, I'm a speaker. Speaking here to you right now, I'm not the leader. I'm just a representative. Mm. So it's not like there's somebody who is above the other person. We are all equal. And, and even though there might be few people who are usually in charge of maybe organizing events or maybe leading. Those are just people who have volunteered to do so. And there are people who have put who have decided to commit themselves to it. So it's all about commitment. So if somebody feels like they are ready, they are committed to give their time and energy for the good of other people, then they are definitely good for this because 
it's not something you get paid to do. It's something you do out of love and something you do because you want to see Africa succeed. Okay. Um, is I want to ask about one event. Is the Afcon part of your organization? Well, given that the Afcon was already existing before the birth of of um this organization, I won't really say the Afcon is under, but um we are trying to make the Afcon to be part of it. So, because the Afcon involves all African countries, so we can say it's indirectly part of this. And um, since we're also trying to expand, that means in the, in the years to come, all the activities that will be hosted here in Wuhan will be under this um, organization. So we're still trying to see how to put everything in order in place. Because we, we all know the Afghan has been existing since 2012. That's more than a decade now so so it's just going to be maybe difficult for for it to immediately fall under the scope of this organization but it's something that has been envisaged and this organization also collaborates with the afghan since it's all for the same people and for the same objectives um then um if i'm to ask so in the two years that you've been coming to two years that you've been in existence, what have been your successes so far? Our successes so far, uh, I was saying this quite a lot. First of all, the two galas we've organized and people really, they really loved it. And we also, we also help like young people, like young entrepreneurs to, to get in contact with the whole network that is out there, you see. We also help like students to get um they can be just the small gigs or just the small connections they need um to progress in their various careers because there are people who are talented and they can use those talents to do other things aside from from studies. So we've been trying to create this platform where like a cloud where you can get help from anywhere based on anything like whenever there are opportunities maybe it could be a project it could be um it could be a conference that we think is going to help the africans we just link them up with that and we've had quite a number of people who have been who have benefited from all of this and as i mentioned it's something that is done we do for out of love so it's not something that we charge or whatever it's just open for everyone. We want to see everyone succeed. And it's also the way a way of spreading um the idea that success is something that can be achieved all together by pushing each each other to the summit. Hey, um I'm curious to know um if the organization helps students without challenges, things like um airport pickups visa issues, maybe someone has been racially, you know, abused here and there. Does organization help in those issues? Um, at this level, the organization doesn't yet have um the power to do that on its own. But what we do is we have um various partners who 
we can take care of all of that. So, for example, if there's a student who is in that kind of need, need of something like that, we have um, various partners who will get in touch with and explain the situation of the student and the student gets the help. For example, um, it is about admissions or um, the pickups, like you mentioned, we have partners who are involved in that. So whenever there's a student, maybe we need to go to have an admission into university or requires pickup services or anything related to that, we have agencies, partners who are strictly involved in that and we just link them up and they help. So, but on our own, we don't yet have that power to to do that. Or as well as when a student gets involved in uh, maybe gets into some trouble and needs support from higher powers, it could be an embassy. What we do is we also get we also pass through um those community leaders and pass through their embassies to seek for help. So like it's an organization that is still getting to grow and get its strength. So but with time, we're going to be able to do all of that. Okay. Um, my final question would be, um, now that you are an emerging community organization here in Wuhan, are there plans for you to either link up with other organizations in other cities or to create one big organization in China? Okay, that's that's a very good question. That's a very good question. Um, Concerning that idea, um. You know, like they always say, it's good to start small. So at this level, we are trying to create something that works at the level of one. That means a system that is complete and very well structured. And then from there on, we can try to extend it to um, the whole of China. And I wouldn't say this is only limited to Wuhan because um, the activities we usually have in Wuhan attracts people from other cities, a lot of people. It might just be in Wuhan for now, like I just mentioned, Wuhan, to have a very solid structure. Because if we decide to, to maybe try to expand when we don't have a strong base, it might just as well collapse. You get the point. So, yeah. as, of, as of now, it's just in Wuhan and we're trying to create a strong base. And then from here, there will be plans to extend to the whole of China. Yeah. Um, so what message would you give the Africans in one from the organization? For the organization? From the organization, what message would you give us? Like, tell us. Well, the message I have for Africans here in Wuhan is um, sometimes we just have to, to remember where we came from. And we have to know that this... Being in China, it's just part-time. One day you're going to leave. And and what I can say to everybody is that just, just sit down for a minute and ask yourself this question. What are you going to... Um, what is going to be going through your mind on the day you believe in China? Just ask yourself, what have I achieved? What could I have done better? Or what are the mistakes I made? Because um, I know a lot of people who, have, who were in China for a long time. And because being here, life is quite easy. And 
life being easy, you don't notice time passing by because the lifestyle here and the system that has been put in place by by the Chinese makes things to be very convenient and very easy. And you don't notice time passing by before you want to see these three years has gone. And in terms of progress, you can't really measure your progress. That's why it's really important for um for people to get conscious. Because I've noticed there is really a lack of commitment, lack of consistency in what people do, lack of time consciousness, and then the lack of hunger to achieve certain things from from many Africans here. And he definitely catches up with us. And we end up with many regrets on things we should have done and things we shouldn't have done. So I just think we just have to um, ask ourselves the questions like, what am I doing? Where am I going? And what do I want to achieve? And once you become conscious, you're going to start doing things differently. The example I can even give you is um, if you try to compare a student with a worker here in Wuhan, you notice the worker is very di disciplined. Well, the worker is forced to be disciplined because the Chinese system forces you to be that way. But as a student, well, you have nothing that's actually forcing you to be disciplined. So you kind of just have a laissez-faire attitude. And with that, it becomes a habit and it also affects your way of doing other things. And sometimes we forget the fact that we are not getting any younger. The moment we live here, we are going to be like um, dependent. Sorry, independent. And other people back home will be waiting to depend on us. So... If at that time you're not really ready, you find yourself in a lot of trouble. So that's why we decided, first of all, to have this organization. And during the course of its existence, we've, we've tried to get other ways of getting people to be conscious that life is not just about parties, because we get that here a lot. You also have to be conscious in what you do and you also have to remember there are other things that are very important aside from entertainment there are things that are career oriented i can even give you some statistics um concerning all the events we've had so far the ones that get the most attendance are the ones that are related to entertainment fun parties or the like but the ones that are important like conferences with highly ranked companies where you can even get the opportunity to get a job internship or something like that the attendance is really is really sad so why, so, why do you think it's like that oh i just think is people are really not conscious people are not conscious and i think people just say to themselves like no um Today I might be suffering, but tomorrow is going to be better. But they are forgetting that that's just a say. And they just tend to follow others. And they forget that everybody in doing things know why they do that. So mm. back in, they have, um, maybe they, are, they, are, they have a different background. Maybe they have a rich background. They're stable. They don't need to, to worry about anything financially. And everybody has to know why 
they are doing what they are doing. And I guess that's where many people make the mistakes. Okay. Um, Mr. Gonzalez, thank you for coming. It was a pleasure having you. Uh, we look forward to working hand in hand with the organization going forward with your events and program. We'll be very happy to be part of you. Thank you very much for having me tonight. And yeah, I remember the last time at the second edition of the African Garden, I were one of our. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really admire to watch what you do and the way you've uh, helped many people to be able to speak out for themselves and about the opinion out there. It's, it's really something that is key and important in our various communities. And just keep up doing what you do. And uh, like you said, we are going to be working together whenever we have the opportunity to. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.